Welcome to Alpha Omega Catholic Podcast. Veni Creator Spiritus, mentes tuorum visita, impleso per gratia, Hello everyone, in the last video I touched upon the importance of sharing faith with your children and evangelizing them and one such way of doing it is liturgical living. If you did not see that video, the link will be given in the description, do check and come back and listen to this. In this episode, we will discuss liturgical living, what does it mean and how to start. And to throw some light on liturgical living, today with me we have Nadisha James from Goa, my dear friend. She is a wonderful Catholic wife and mom to two kids and waiting for more. She also has an Insta page on liturgical living, which I will link in the description. You can go check it later. So without further delay, Welcome, dear Nadisha, to Alpha Omega Catholic. Thank you, Ramita. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> okay, so most of our viewers might uh, not be fully aware of what is actually liturgical living. So let's start with the topic and break it down to us exactly what is liturgical living. Okay, so liturgical living sounds like a very big word, but it's actually something very simple. It's just living as per the liturgical calendar. Now, what okay. is the liturgical calendar? Yeah. It is the it is the calendar that the church follows. So, uh, the yeah. liturgical calendar starts with Advent and it ends with the Feast of Christ the King. So, it's actually from December, uh, sometimes end of November. Till November again. Yeah. Okay, so, so we just try and follow that calendar. We also have our regular calendar. We don't throw that out. But we incorporate both. Okay, okay. So like the our regular calendar gives us the dates and the months. And the liturgical calendar gives us the feast on that day or month. Like we have yeah. Christmas and Easter which are the main feasts. And then yeah. we have all the other small little feasts which are actually... Uh, like birthdays of our Catholic family who have gone before us and who are still living just in another place. Yes. So we just yeah. celebrate. So we are the church here on earth and we are just living like one family celebrating the lives, the birthdays, the deaths, everything of our other family members. Yes, we even have a day for our family members who are in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Then we have different days for our family members who are in heaven. Just like yes. we have, just like we celebrate the birthdays of our family members on earth. So it's, I actually think it's very holistic living because we are living in the present, in the past, as well as in the future, what is to come. So mm-hmm. it's such a wholesome life. I think it's much more uh, fulfilling than just living, like how we say live in the present, live day to day. Like So this yeah. liturgical living is so much more and much richer. Yeah, so it adds, you know, some spiritual angle to your day-to-day active life, right? Yes, yes, it's because, yes, it brings out like the, it's like living the liturgy 
at home always not just like when we go for mass just like one hour half an hour whatever but it's actually uh, just like being alive in that spirit you know every day every yeah. moment okay but it's that it's not as complicated as you may think it like i'm the way i'm explaining you may be like oh what is this huge thing i every time i have to be like this but it's not like that it just becomes a part of you because it is a part of us we are catholics and we are liturgical people so it's just being true to who you are yeah yeah i mean i i think what you're saying makes so much sense because actually i think you only mostly introduced to us about this uh, liturgical living because until then uh, for me i felt there was like a discon- disconnect in the sense this advent this lent and there are some feasts and the other days felt there's some kind of disconnect with the church but once we mm-hmm. start looking into the calendar and start uh, you know investing some time to look into it and what's happening in the church it it added more color and more beauty beauty to the you know the domestic church is what i felt so how how do you actually when we say when we live it so how do you actually plan or what all comes under liturgical living so uh, you can do anything it just depends on you your personality and how you apply the this whole your whole faith to your life okay so um actually the the main uh, uh, goal or that we try to meet when we do liturgical living i mean it, like people think why do we even have to do it are we like just doing extra we already have so much mm-hmm. going on in our lives why should we even do it yeah. okay so the main thing is that uh, we are catholics and uh, the church tells us that our primary uh, uh, goal is to um, like our family to take our family yeah. to heaven and yeah. we are our pri- the primary educators of our children that means yes. we are the first educators we have to educate yeah. them uh and what is education education is preparing you for something so we are always trying to prepare yeah. our children for life hmm. but hmm. we have to remember that life doesn't end on earth hmm. for us catholics we believe that life yes. begins when we die so yeah. our life is actually for eternity so then our hmm. education also should be for eternity so hmm. when we are preparing our children we have to actually prepare them for eternity so yes. like we say yes. educating for eternity so yes yeah. they need to learn math english and everything mm-hmm. but that ends with death after that what Correct. do they need mm-hmm. you know so that so we have yeah. to think beyond that so we do yeah. teach math english and everything and we just also like sort of fuse into it little small small preparations for the life that comes after that for eternal life mm-hmm. so that is the main uh, reason why um, like even i started doing this even though sometimes you feel okay why why do we have to do something extra mm, okay, but we do because our mm. life is extra our life doesn't end with our death it is more mm. than that so that is why saying the main goal for mm. our children is to make them saints make ourselves also saints like that is our Fair main goal so yeah. liturgical living just fits into uh, this whole perspective when we think of it this way yeah you do homeschooling and in along with education i mean what priority does this liturgical living comes under so hmm. i would sort of uh, place uh, faith education first before math science english hmm. if i would prioritize liturgical living because if we don't do that then it's very easy to forget about it but if we right, do right, it like right. come hand in hand like how jesus says seek ye first the kingdom of god and all the other things will be added yeah 
can you give us a sample like for example we are celebrating one feast now when i say i'm calling liturgical living what does actually it mean practically so can you give us an example okay uh so space for example we are celebrating like uh, hmm. the a uh, feast maybe the transfiguration yeah. okay yeah so uh we just we speak about okay today is the transfiguration and what happened and then we say okay let's see now we can uh, make uh, that come alive in something that we do so maybe we do an activity where we show how something gets uh, something dark gets lit up or something like that so it doesn't even have to be that complicated it could be like even uh, maybe if the feast of say the guardian angel and we are just uh, having breakfast and oh they we've not really planned any activity but okay mm-hmm. i am eating chapati okay haroti mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. say come on let's see if we can uh, celebrate the feast of the guardian angel let's all make little guardian angel with our chapati so we start tearing yeah. bits and pieces off okay and mm-hmm. hopefully eating some of it also in the bargain <laughs> and just like shape a guardian angel and yeah. that's it nothing more and if you want you can put ice put little sauce or something so just taking what you have yeah. and yeah. then so you're doing the normal thing you have to eat breakfast you're anyways doing it and you're also talking about it so these yeah. are the things which come under it so one would be like some food element because that's something we always do every day hmm. and then like something fun or like an activity hmm. so maybe you can um, print uh, do hand printing and make angels or something so hmm. and on some fellowship where we talk about what we're doing so that fellowship just happens hmm. when we been doing it like suppose we involve yeah. the children make baking a yeah. cake you know just with hmm. them and so at that time only we talk so they get little information about the faith in like bite sizes you know like small small hmm. yeah children also can't uh, hear listen to big talks or long stories correct correct yeah they get it little by little and every year yeah. you may see something different yeah true so like if i would compose like what you said into some points i think first some storytelling in a simple words and then discussion i mean obviously discussion starts because kids keep asking questions so some discussions followed by some small activity so can we put i mean all these under that so in case if it's a transfiguration so we explain the story either read a book like we have a lot of wonderful catholic books so we read a story a small story from the book and then do certain activity which includes either a food or coloring paper or anything so uh, i mean this is uh, how we can actually practically say this is how we do it yes so i don't want to say there's just one way of doing it because different huh. personalities will have different mothers or yeah. parents will have different hmm. styles hmm. but hmm. this is a very uh, organized way to start and very hmm. intentional so that you also hmm. don't feel like oh, you know i don't know what i'm doing hmm. but this is definitely a, a good way to start and it will also depend on your child's personality like if yeah. some are not the type who just want to listen they want to do so as you're doing yeah. also you can so it really depends Discuss. on the mother yeah. or the huh. parents personality and the children also but this yeah. would be one good template to start with can you share from uh, your own experience with your uh, child doing the liturgical living and which you felt encouraged that you should continue doing it uh, okay so when i started child was really small so she was like maybe almost 2 
so we um, started with small like simple things so mm. like when uh, if i had to give say sort of like tips i would say just start don't wait for mm. a particular day because that day never comes just start with whatever <laughs> you have yeah. don't think yeah. i have to get these many resources and all because actually god provides yeah. and he qualifies you as you goes uh, so just start and start with whatever you have in the house Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe a simple way to start would be just celebrating your other your children's baptism days. Yeah. Okay, so that's how we started. So okay. uh, like you know, just uh, making a a cake like how we have for our birthdays. So just telling the mm-hmm. importance of our baptism and why that is actually a bigger b- uh, feast than our birthdays. Yeah. Hmm. So just uh, so then the my daughter would ask me questions like, but uh. why mama is my baptism day greater so then i get a yeah. chance to tell her you know that's the yeah. day you were actually yeah. born into the church yeah. that's your yeah. you know that's yeah. the rest of your life and uh, so then you can also do patron saints patron saints yes yeah so my daughter's name is therese so okay. we actually did a really grand thing for the feast of saint therese and i was more excited than her because <laughs> as parents we also have to read up so uh for her first birthday we actually chose mm. a theme of shower of roses based on saint therese and we hung okay. roses from the ceiling mm-hmm. remember her first reaction like when mm-hmm. she came down that morning on her birthday and she saw these roses she was like mm. wow and uh, then she like then i explained to her you know saint therese sends down roses uh, and yes. now whenever she sees roses she always says like saint Let therese to, uh yeah and Once she was drawing, uh, she was doing some printing of some bindi, you know, lady mm. finger, and she made yeah, like little. Yeah. And instead of making them standing up, she made them upside down. So then I just, I think first I wanted to tell her it's wrong, but then I didn't say it, and then <laughs> I got the idea that we huh. can make them upside down. And then I told her, see, these roses are falling from heaven. And then huh. we actually wrote Saint Teresa's quote. Then I read it out to her. So. Mm-hmm. Then she was so fascinated. Okay, so now roses if it's are upside down means they're coming from heaven, and uh, like she understood oh, the story. And then slowly she started uh, t- helping me. So sometimes I don't have ideas, and she gives it to me. Like once we made a sun holiday feast, a holiday of Fatima's feast day, papaya. And then hmm. I said, "What do you say, Mama? I want to put sprinkles on it." I said, "No, there is sprinkles are very hmm. colorful." You're making a sun, and as yeah. I said, I realized that the, actually the sun, the miracle of the sun was that the sun changed colors yeah, and started. I just looked at her and I said, "You know what? We can actually do it." And she was so happy, and she added the uh, sprinkles. And she said, "Because the sun was colorful," and she's like, "Yes." <laughs> and then next of all, Fiona tells me things like, "Uh, we were doing something with stars, shine like stars," and we went to mm-hmm. a shop and she saw a dress with stars. She said, "Mama, see, there are all stars. So you know, should we get it?" <laughs> So uh, then slowly, so when you start doing it, you start seeing liturgy everywhere. Yeah, and and the surprising thing is, we we think it might not have a big impact on children, but I think they really receive it. Like when we even say a simple word, even if that's the only thing you could say the whole day in the feast, but I think it they definitely take in whatever we uh, say. I thought. in that age they might not actually understand anything so why i should i should even do it but when i started uh, doing then i understood that there is definitely an impact and there is certain kind of celebration mode for them when they see that fun some feast is happening today that brings kind of celebration for them and some joy for them and they want to listen to a story 
if not do anything also they just want to listen like what is it why, why are you doing a feast like what is happening so exactly. i really found it yeah fascinating that the though we think they might not understand anything but i think somehow when we put in that little effort uh, you know god and holy spirit takes care you know the remaining work in them yes and so we think that we are evangelizing them but actually we are yeah. also get evangelizing Correct. the process yes yes the last thing so give some practical tips to start off for like busy moms to do it yes so as i said like, just start, you know like just start and uh, with whatever you have okay so yeah. like in your house just look around your house and you uh, just pray you know like god will give you the ideas and tell the lord <coughs> i want to do this and mm-hmm. i really don't know how in you show me and uh, yeah. now we have so many ideas online also so it's actually not very uh, difficult like if you think i'm not a creative person i don't have ideas you just have to google the same mm-hmm. name images just type the saint and the activity and you get so many things so you get printables yeah. online which you can use you can yeah. color it or like you i now try to cut out the suppose the saint i cut it out and we uh, you also make so nice uh, saint uh, dolls with uh, this old uh, toilet paper rolls mm-hmm. so like you know and then the it becomes a collection also for the children so like just yeah. things online yeah. also take inspiration from other moms like that's yeah. how i started i saw other women especially abroad mm-hmm. women doing this and Correct. that is how i got inspired, inspired. so you don't have to feel overwhelmed you know like oh she mm-hmm. they are doing it i can't yeah. do it no, just start mm-hmm. god and it's yeah. he will complete what you what is lacking in you and it's nice right. to like share it with some others and inspire them because when you are a group you also feel you have support and then you it helps you to keep going and yeah. in fact that is how we all are doing it you do it i get inspiration from you and mm-hmm. uh, or my other friends and that is how like uh, we got yeah. this idea to actually start this instagram page where yeah. uh, like uh, ramita and how some of our other friends we yeah. do small things and we put it up on instagram to inspire other moms and to encourage each other hmm. yeah adding on to what you said i would say that set for yourself a minimum goal like oh, this month i will celebrate this one feast then add on based on your schedule like if you that month you have a free schedule then you can add on like how many feasts you want to celebrate in that particular month this is how i've always uh, done because i thought i really cannot do i have a lot of work at home and i recently moved to singapore and i had to do so many things on my own and adding one more will be so much tough for me at that time i was even home you know homeschooling luke so i was like no no one more thing would be so tough but i just once i know started with a small drawing and then just luke asked who is this and i just told this is the saint and today we are celebrating his feast and i found that uh, you know luke felt uh, very intrigued to know what is it so then that inspired me and i just started with storytelling so that's how i initially started even if i am not doing any activity i would tell him today is the streets and this is what happened and the simple few lines which he can understand i mean for me that is that is little still living to even though if i really cannot make some activity or either if, if i don't have a printer or anything having that small conversation that today something is happening and yeah. keep that conversation going and in general normal talks when you're playing or so but that that had a lot of feedback on uh, Luke my son 
that he he used to remember all that and when we go to church he used to say mama you told me this mama i told me that so yeah. because luke's personality is that he, he loves stories but i know that every child has a different uh, way of remembering things so yeah. i would say to the moms who are really busy even though she really cannot make it into anything just start with a conversation so this is what i would to add yeah, on to what you need a story book for that you don't yeah. even need a story correct well the correct. information and you can just tell them with all expressions and actions that's enough and mo- yeah. mo- almost all children love stories yeah yeah true too that's true so yeah i think uh, anything you want to add nance um i think you covered the closing <laughs> yeah no. so uh, uh like when we talk when we actually live mm-hmm. liturgically I, as i was saying in the beginning we all become like one family of the church and so like yeah. even when we go to church and the litany of the saints when they say saint anthony pray for us saying this you know the mm-hmm. child's eyes light up because they're like i know this person Her, so like you know yeah. we're getting to know connect in our family that's all mm-hmm. true so, true yeah so think nadisha thanks a lot today that you really helped our uh, listeners what is liturgical living and so thank you for taking some time and helping us and i will link nadisha's uh, insta page do check out if anyone is having more doubts i think they can reach to you right nats in instagram how to yeah. about liturgical living or any any doubts about how to start off i think she'll definitely be there to help and you can see the page you will immediately understand <laughs> what she's exactly talking about so yeah thanks nadeesh once again yeah, thank you ramita and god bless you until next time may the god of peace himself sanctify you wholly and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ may all glory and honor belong to god mother mary pray for us saint joseph pray for us amen